this week on Best Friend Energy. Then it's like a whole other stress. I'm not here for it. I don't like it. I already feel excluded. I don't know who's planning it. I don't know who's <laughs> doing this without me, but I haven't been invited to one Galentine's Nor Day. Nor have I. I don't think thing. I've ever been. Same. So basically this holiday <laughs> has already excluded us and I don't like it. Also, no one needs any extra stress. No, of course not. Especially when it's supposed to be with friends. No, it's a no. It's a no. Hi guys, I'm Clea. I'm Joanna. Welcome to Best Friend Energy Unpacked, which means it's a Thursday. That's right. Um, Obviously, Joanna and I are best friends. Maybe not obviously. Maybe you didn't know that. But we are. We're business partners. We're best friends. We know each other so well. And when you you know each other like we do, um, we just have the honest, real conversations that you can only have with your best friends. That's right. Um, So that's what we're doing here. And that's what the show is all about. So we release two episodes every week. Tuesdays, it's us sitting down with a friend, old or new, um, to chat. Today, we're talking pop culture. I have a few stories, and Joanna even has a few, so expect the unexpected here. Um, (laughs) We're talking about Valentine's Day or Galentine's Day, whatever you celebrate, you know, whatever we celebrate here. And later on in the show, we are going to be reading a few listener DMs. Um, We're going to be taking an Ask Us Anything from a listener who recently took a job at her best friend's business. Mm. We know how that can turn out and how that relationship is working out for them. And as always, if you want to chat with us, ask us questions, maybe you have advice for us even, Get in touch at bestfriendenergypod.com. But first, a word from our sponsors. All right, so we're going to call this Joanna's Murder Minute. Mm. And we're calling it a minute because it might be the only time, the only minute she ever talks about murder. That's probably right. I mean, I don't need to make it a habit of talking about murder. I love the habit. I wish Courtney were here. She's our crime correspondent. We should have had her. We should have. Oh, big mistake. Maybe next week we can revive the conversation. Right. There might be new updates. Um, so as as Courtney would say, the wheels of justice grind slow. <laughs> <laughs> so we are going to be talking about the Idaho murders. Joanna actually is pretty up to speed. I know. You know what I think happened, honestly, after the Keith Morrison and Josh Mankiewicz episode? I don't know. Something Something got inside of me. And I've been paying closer attention to these kind of stories. Very interesting. Did it spark new interest or like, what was it? I don't know. I mean, you know, I follow little bits here and there, but then I don't know, something came over me, I guess, talking to them, listening to you all the time, talk about this stuff. (laughs) I just, I love that I, after all these years did not inspire you, but one episode recording with Keith Morrison and Josh Mankiewicz did. Maybe I watched a little, paid a little bit of attention before, but now I seem to be paying a lot more. Okay. All right. I'll take that. Yeah. Um, So just to give a summary in case anyone is not caught up on this, I feel like if you're caught up on this, the world is caught up on this. I'm usually the last to be caught up on anything. Particularly involving murder. Yeah. Well, and I'm fine with that title also. Totally. True crime is not your genre. No. Okay. So the summary is in the early hours of November 13th, 2022, four University of Idaho students were fatally stabbed in their off-campus residence in Moscow, Idaho. So... As we know, there are a lot of internet, or maybe you don't know. Yeah. Tons of internet theories about what happened. Okay, I don't know all the internet theories. Okay, so why don't you give a catch up for what you know? Okay. I mean, the stories that I've read are not internet theories, but basically- they're on like CNN? Kind of. Okay. By the way, CNN does have a really good debrief on the Idaho murders, if anyone wants to like read up. Yeah. Um, He was in Pennsylvania. Let's say who he is. Oh, okay. I don't remember his name. Okay. But you could say the suspect. The suspect. I actually don't like acknowledging an absolute cold-blooded murderer by name because it only gives them the fame that they seek. But anyway, so the suspect. Yeah. So he he showed up, not showed up, they found him in Pennsylvania 
And the ways that they found him were just like, uh, well, first of all, he studied crime in school, mm-hmm. and which is crazy and like taking it to the next level and how kind of not to be caught, right? Uh, well, correct. But if you think about actual like crazy serial killers, there is often a correlation with like their interests in life and like what they end up doing. Like I hate to like only talk about Dahmer again, but you know, it's just very good. Yeah. But it's like, if you actually looked at his jobs yeah, while he was on a killing spree, he worked at a blood bank. Oh. He worked as a butcher. He, you know, oh like, it's like, I know, like it's kind of telltale signs of like things that oh. I'm reading a book right now where someone's father was a very Dahmer-esque kind of person. This is why you can't sleep, Clea. Potentially. Yeah, you're like, I'm reading before bed. This is why you can't sleep. I I don't think this is helping. I read about body counts every night. Okay, so this Dahmer-esque father, she is worried that she has like some of his traits. Oh my God. And But she ends up choosing a life as a surgeon (gasps) and like really likes it. So she does have the traits. She has a little bit of the mindset. I know. It's like crazy. Anyway, it's, okay. it's not about a book. This is a real life thing. All I'm saying is sometimes like these correlations happen okay. and like, but I think 20, hindsight's twenty twenty. So like right. you look like a lot of people study crime. A lot of people want to be lawyers. A lot of people yeah. you know, want to like do things for good. But the part of the story too, I mean, there's so many, so many twists. So many twists. Yeah. Okay. So explain the twist. Well, I don't understand. So they didn't all live together and he didn't kill everybody in the house. There were two housemates that survived. Right. So I don't understand that because I guess I just have I have more questions than answers. Let's clear some things up. Okay. So how they traced him with his car, he got a new license plate. Yes. You know what? One thing that I will say, most criminals, not smart. Like they they leave behind. I mean, it's like DNA evidence at yeah. this point. Like it just feels right, like They it's found like, like bloody clothes. They found knives. Sure. They found like all kinds of accessories that... Right. And so there were... I'm going to take it you don't follow the TikTok. I do not. No, you do not. Okay. So you're not on Idaho murder TikTok. I absolutely am not. Okay. I am. Okay. So (laughs) down a lot of rabbit holes with theories. Okay. And a lot of it had to do with the murder weapon, the knife. Okay. And people being like really proud, like the, the suspect being really proud of the knife that he used. And so there were a couple of other people that at time were suspects. And like, if you looked at their Instagram page or like their Facebook, like they're like, skinning animals. Okay. okay. All right. All right. So we're, we're fine. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. That was a minute. That was a minute. Okay. Um, anyway, Courtney, please join me next week um, <laughs> where we talk about this because Joanna has signed off. Yeah. Um, but I'm proud of you for uh, for knowing a little bit about I, it. I'm trying. I'm real, I, I am. I'm okay. Le- I'm learning. Are you, are you going to like follow I'll, the case? I'll follow the case. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's interesting. I mean, it's tragic, of course. It's tragic. It's pretty horrifying. Yeah. It's, it's bad. It's I bad. know, but and it, it raises just so many questions. And now, did you see or hear or read um, that potentially he's linked to other yes, cold cases, which is also crazy? I, I know. All right. Um, okay. So yeah, sharp left turn to something happy. Okay, my birthday. Oh yes, that is happy. Um, you know what's crazy? Not to be unhappy about it, but oh god, no, I'm sorry, but. It is about me. Okay. It's right? about you, but why, why do we have to turn to negative? Well, I'm just saying that last that year- you're now over 40 officially? No, oh. actually. Okay. Last year, when I turned 40, we had this fabulous birthday party. It was like the highlight of my life. I felt like everything was like just, I was just on a high. It was your perfect day. It was my perfect day. It was Legally Blonde. It was my perfect day. Yeah. And I didn't know that a month later I would get cancer or that I would be diagnosed with cancer. And I think that now it's crazy to me that a whole year later- I, it's my birthday again. Yeah. And I don't have cancer. I know. 
Um, so, so we won't have a big celebration and this year you're going right. to be healthier. No one's calling Jumanji. No. Like we're not going to That's do this. Right. We're not going to open up this can of worms. Right. I'm just going to have a fine, normal birthday. I think that's a great plan. Nothing great. That's perfect. I think last year was too good. That, maybe. I, I like, I, I brought in like the uh, uh, shadow darkness. Um, no, no, because, no. To my life because I had too good of a day. That's what I think. I don't think that's true. Okay. But, but we're just going to let it be whatever it is. Okay. Where I'm just going to have a very normal, mundane birthday. 41 is is just it's what it is. Like, there's nothing remarkable it, about it's it. It's fine. I've been there. It's it's true. You have. <laughs> Years ago. No. no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, so last year for my 40th birthday, Joanna gave me a very special present that really requires its own unpacked. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's its own thing. It's a long story. All right. I'm just going to tease it because okay, maybe fine. we'll do it next week. All right. We have to tell the story. I mean, I'm terrified to tell the story. Oh, it's the best. I'll tell it. Well, I know you tell it better than I do at this point. Oh, it's my favorite story. I'm surprised I haven't at this point told it as though it was me. I know. Because well, I've done that before. You have, but this one's so embarrassing. I don't think you'd want to claim this one. You're right. But like sometimes, like I've actually told, like sometimes it's just easier to insert yourself in the story and be like, oh, this was about me. No, I've never done that. You've never way. done that? Okay. No. Um, so I've definitely done that and then retold a story to the person who originally told me that story. Anyway, it's kind of embarrassing when it happens, but sometimes storytelling just requires it. Um, so anyway, this is a story about Joanna and John Mayer. No, and Joanna, we're saving it. We are saving it. I know. We are going to save it. We're, no, you make it sound like I'm like, dating John Mayer. Nope, that did not happen. No, but it did not. But I just, here for the record, no. I don't think uh, one single person is no, but concerned you're like, about it. This is about Joanna and John Mayer. On a perfect encounter. Anyway, <laughs> for my 40th birthday, Joanna gave me a printed out like internet photo of said encounter of Joanna not and internet. John Mayer. Jeremy got it too. Oh, it was work. like a Fuji film, like, like Instamax. Yeah. It was like a, like yeah. a, like a disposable camera. No, nope. I don't even think there were cell phone cameras then. No, yes, there were. And <laughs> it wasn't like that. It was like, I don't know, Jeremy got an email to his work or something. It was a very old picture. Very old. And I think the date is stamped on it, it because is. it was like one of those cameras. Yeah. I didn't say dating. I know, but the way that you said it. Not a single person thought that that was, that was in your mind. <laughs> okay. You you made that leap. That's, this is for next week anyway. You made that leap. But um, anyway, my gift was the one and only copy of this photo. That's correct. What would you say is one of the best gifts you've ever received? Whatever you not, a, not what, a lot. Whatever you've given me, I, I'm not Jeremy. I'm not like <laughs> this isn't a trap. Like what in the world? Like you can like blink twice. Like get, pick whatever gift you want. Well, you're like this is the greatest gift I've ever received. Okay, it doesn't have to be mutual. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I just don't want to end in a, in a fight. Yeah, <laughs> I'm no, not going to sleep no. on the couch. No, I know. I let's see the greatest gift. Probably an engagement ring. Oh, I feel like that's not fair. Okay. That's like not. All right. What's the greatest gift? Ugh, apparently you have not gotten a lot. <laughs> um, I don't really know. Jeremy's never given you. A bracelet. He gave me a bracelet a long time ago. Um, hmm. what if, <laughs> do you want to tell everyone about the weird doll he gave you? It wasn't a doll. What he was just it? thought I was quirky and, we and fun. But it was a doll. No, it wasn't a doll. It then was what like, was it? It was, it was a plushie. <laughs> What was it? No, he went to Portland. He thought I was like artsy. And mm -hmm. he went to like this art this store. This is when you, they first started dating. Yeah. Okay. And it was just like this odd shaped doll. No. <laughs> it was not a doll. But like, then explain it to me it what it was. It was something plush. Doll. Not a doll. Doll-like. No. Did it have hair? No. 
<laughs> it was like stitched on the side. Okay. Yeah. So a stuffed animal. It wasn't even a stuffed animal. Ugh. That would a, be even worse. It was, a, it was a plushie. It wasn't even a, it's not even plushie. It's plush. <laughs> was it, was it filled with cotton? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And did it have eyes? Yeah. A mouth? <laughs> a mouth. No was, mouth. No, I think it was. It was an art doll. It was an art doll. She's nodding. Okay. It was an art doll. It was an artsy doll. An artsy doll. Yeah. It okay. wasn't a doll. Okay. But what, and he, he gave it to you in what context? He thought you were really artsy. This is a compliment. Oh God. I can't believe you got me into my head like that. <laughs> I never, you told me this story. I never called it a doll. I think you did. Why would I call it a doll? I you have it in your head that it's a doll. Because you told me it was. What no, is it? It doesn't have hair. <laughs> <laughs> it can still be a doll. No, it's not a doll. It, it was like stitched on the side. It was gray. It had eyes. It had eyes. So, and he got it for you because he thought. He just thought I was cool and artsy. <laughs> cool and artsy. Okay. Uh, so, so, maybe, you, so maybe I don't have a great gift. <laughs> do you still have it? No. No, you got rid of it. Once he realized I wasn't cool and artsy, I got rid of it. You got rid of it. It was yeah. just creepy. Yeah, very. Very creepy. Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll be right back after this break. Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girlie? <laughs> Some peasant Coke? No. Or how does Sofia Vergara order a pizza? No, not, no tomatoes. I cannot eat tomatoes. No tomatoes? Yes. Are you killed mushrooms? Not really. Okay. <laughs> if these are the details you need, and I know you do, I have the podcast for you. I'm Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and on my podcast, Dinners on Me, I take some notable friends of mine out to dinners in Los Angeles and New York City. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. That thing was delicious. So Valentine's Day is around uh-huh. the corner. Do you and Jeremy subscribe to Valentine's Day? Well, when we were dating, yes, I worked at a stationery store and I love the stationery. Okay. Like the Valentine's cards. Day stationery. Yeah. I agree. A that. lot. And I like to make things. I was actually quite DIY y mm-hmm. in my early youth. Mm-hmm. And it's a good excuse to get presents at that point. At this point, uh, you know, I feel like I, I've never liked Valentine's Day. I've never, ever liked it. I do I totally agree with you that I love, like, the theme of it. I love the yeah. pink and the red. Yeah, that's the thing is I love, you know, I love hearts. It's happy. And I love the colors. Yes, I love the colors. I love the merch yeah. that comes out of Valentine's yeah. Day. I just, I don't like the holiday. I think it's always, always, even back in, like, grade school, I feel like no, it's, it, primed. it's made for hurting feelings. It is. I totally agree with that. And I remember in, in like, junior high, you would get carnations. You probably didn't have this in L.A. What? Yeah, maybe it's like a weird North Carolina thing. A carnation? Yeah, people would get carnations to like at school, like no. white, pink, or red carnations. What? Yeah, talk about making people feel that bad. Is, well, first of all, it's a carnation. I know, but I mean, also, it just makes people it's feel bad. It's criminal. Yeah. Wow, I don't like that at all. No, but I, I agree. I mean, it's out there to make people feel bad. And I think that for Valentine's Day, even when schools institute rules that like, if you're going to bring something, it has to be for everyone yeah. in the class, I still still feel like it gets into kids' heads and they're like reading into the card language. They're only, the only difference I would say is I loved making the little mailboxes, the little- Oh, that was fun. I love I the about craft that. of that and making mailboxes and then all those little cute little cards. Well, and now the cards are different. I you know, know like now they all come with like a pencil attached. Yeah, or like no, a no, no, no. I just want the clean little cute card. Yeah, I, God, and I remember there's lots of good candy. Cards. I Yeah, I mean, yeah. 
I don't know. I'm mixed. I, I, I still feel like it just, I, it's I, there to make people feel bad, but there are cute aspects of it that I do enjoy. Here's the thing that I do appreciate though. I feel like now everyone knows that it's there to make people feel yeah. bad. And now I think that there's been such a backlash against right. Valentine's yes. Day that I don't really think that there are like single people who feel left out. I think that everyone is like, this is stupid. Right. And I, but I love hearts. You're, I, but you're you know right. I kind of feel like it's like, then you know what we should do? And again, not that this is up to me. No one's asked me to do this. Okay. But I think that February should just be like the month of like pink and red and hearts. I love that. And I think we should take that back and not make it at all about Valentine's Day. How do you feel about Galentine's Day? Uh, do you think it's just as stupid? It just depends what it what it is. Like it depends on how it's coordinated. Is it for people to go out? Is it people just that don't have plans? Like what what's the origin behind it? Well, okay, so- I am going to go out on a limb and say I would feel more left out on Galentine's than on Valentine's mm. because I think Valentine's Day is stupid. And if you're with someone, then you're with someone. If you're not, then you're not. But Galentine's Day is like, oh, are my friends hanging out without me? Okay. I hate Galentine's Day. I hate it. All right. Yeah. I Decided. think, it's, I think, oh, it's, I think it's terrible. I think it's terrible. It's worse than a bridal party. It's, it's made to make people feel bad. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Hate. I don't mind the amount of work Valentine's Day would make you put in. Like, I don't mind like the But like, do both planning. people, like who plans it? I don't know. It's a good question. Then I, it's like a whole other stress. Again, I'm not here for it. I don't like it. I already feel excluded. I don't know who's planning it. <laughs> I don't know who's doing this without me, but I haven't been invited to one Galentine's Nor Day. Nor have I. I don't think and, I've ever been. Same. So basically this holiday <laughs> has already excluded us and I don't like it. Also, no one needs any extra stress. No, of course not. Especially when it's supposed to be with friends. No, it's a no. It's a no. Yeah. Okay. So right. I'm glad we can cross that off okay. forever. Joanna yeah. and I are here to say Valentine's Day is not going to be happening. Valentine's Day, I think is stupid, but I think that February 14th doesn't have to exist. It's literally in the middle of the month. That's right. So how do we celebrate our friends minus Valentine's Day? I think, I think you, you just, just you just show up for your friends. Right. Like, is that that hard? No. I think you just show up for your friends in the way that you would want your friends to show up for you. Right. Like, who is so freaking lazy? They just need one day. No, exactly. Those aren't even your friends. Honestly, now, if you're inviting someone to a Valentine's Day. It's rude. Party, yeah. It's rude. Yeah. It's offensive. You know what I do what? instead of Valentine's Day? I do award season. So I invite people to award shows at my house. It's a winter celebration of people coming over for charcuterie boards. All right. Well, when I move close to you, you know my plan. Um, cheese board city. Yes. Yes. It is. Joanna doesn't eat cheese right now, but she's she's back, baby. Uh, I'll be not yet. Not yet. But she's going to become a person who hosts yeah. cheese parties. That's right. At her new house. That's right. And she will unvegan herself for for maybe for just those days. Well, if you unvegan yourself. No, I got to draw the line somewhere. <laughs> so you're just- gonna... I don't know. I haven't workshopped the whole plan yet, but okay. we got back to you. You're only going to eat cheese though at your cheese party. I'm not sure. You're not sure. Yeah. Okay. To be clear though, milk chocolate's fine. Uh, yeah. Okay. So there are a bunch of articles out there that suggest gifts okay. that one should give their friends. So let's just go through them and okay. decide if they're if it's a yes or a no. Okay. Let's see if we agree. Jewelry is obviously on the list a few times. Accessories, that kind of thing. Do we agree that you should be buying your friends jewelry? I mean, if you would normally buy your friends jewelry, then I... What creeper buys their friends jewelry? I bought you a ring. Oh, you did? Shit. Um, I love that ring. I love that ring. But that's... You're a different kind of friend. Well, what if the, these people feel like they're with that kind of friend? I'll tell you why you're a different kind of friend. Oh, okay. Because you appreciate good jewelry. <laughs> oh, I do. So it's like, what if someone bought you like, you know, bleh, like yeah, something... Right, 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 right. No okay. one needs it. All right. So jewelry is out. I think that jewelry is something you should buy yourself or like like either a 
family member or significant other should buy it. I don't think you should put jewelry as like a pressure gift. Like that shouldn't be yeah. like something your friend should buy. It's going to turn your finger green. You know what I mean? Not the one I got you. No, because you have good taste. I know. But I'm just saying that like it's generally speaking. Yeah. The, I agreed. The jewelry is going to come from J. Crew. You know what I mean? Right. Like, and which is fine, but right. like no one, you, like get some, get a candle. Right. You know? It's right. Fine. Okay. Mini white box of pure white roses. That feels romantic. Also just, what are you doing with that? Let me ask you this. If is it's it, chocolate roses. But what about the kind of preserved roses that stay like good for like I years? I mean, that's, that's a sweet thing, but I don't, that's again, a, I just gift. think that's like a nice gift in general. I don't think it has to be Galentine's. I've gotten it as a gift before and it is really nice. I think that's fine. I think that that's a good gift. Yeah. If if it's the preserved roses yeah. that actually last, yeah. I feel like that's a very thoughtful gift and they're not cheap. No. Okay. A set of four anthropology wine glasses. That's so funny because I was literally going to say, you know, the jewelry came from anthropology. Right. So again, I just don't think it's necessary, but a set of four anthropology wine glasses. Is that a wedding gift or is that an okay Valentine's Day or a Galentine's Day gift? It's all about knowing your your customer. Knowing your audience. Yeah. Sure. I think for somebody that might be fine. I mean, for me, I don't want only you don't, four. You don't want four of anything. Yeah. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that's a no for you. Right. I would say it's fine. I think that's a nice gift. Again, I am not someone who would ever buy someone a Galentine's Day gift. No, you're right. But we're, we're not those kind of people though. Uh, but like, I mean, we barely buy each other birthday presents. We don't really. Right. Or I holiday mean, gifts or any. Right. We're just right. not, we're just not gift givers, we're I guess. not. I know. We're gift receivers. A needlepoint stitch pillow that says, my favorite thing to make for dinner is reservations. That's stupid. Yeah. What? No. I also feel like don't buy any signage for anyone. No. And also don't buy home accessories that are not candles because then it's too much stress for the person. This is, then we end up at their house trying to organize and they don't know what to do because they feel guilty getting rid of it. Yeah. I No, that's stupid. Okay. A t-shirt that says sisters before misters. No. Also stupid. I think, again, it's signage. Like, no one needs, no, no one needs, like, a wooden sign. No, no one needs a T-shirt. No, no one needs a just stitch a pillow. No. Just a no. Um, and finally, a Nancy Drew mystery at Magnolia Gardens, an immersive murder mystery game. Ooh. I don't understand this as a gift. And I do, which is crazy. <laughs> but I just think that that sounds, like, fun. But, again, I don't need it as a gift. I just want to play it. Like, let's make it an activity, but I don't need it as a gift. First of all, I think Valentine's Day is too much pressure. It's exclusive in a way that I don't like. I don't think we're getting invites to these parties. No. And also, I feel like if you're also adding a gift component, right? That then is people have crazy. to feel guilty. How much money are we spending? Like, no, no. let's no. take the pressure off. 100%. No extra pressure for anything. Absolutely not. And with that, we'll take a break. And on the other side, we'll do Ask Us Anything. And we're back with Ask Us Anything. Hi, Clea and Joanna. I was a stay-at-home mom for 15 years, but I recently started working for my childhood best friend's business as her personal assistant. Ooh. Yikes. It's been a while since we've been able to spend so much time together, and I'm really grateful, but she wants to hang out with me several days of the week. I am only part-time. I love her so much, but now we work together, and work seems to come back up into every conversation, and I just need a break. Gosh, mixing business I am and pleasure for her. Me too. There's got to be some real boundaries here. I, first of all, I think that the problematic aspect immediately is that you started working for her as a personal assistant. Right. That's a really um, close occupation. And like, it's not just working at the same company. It's not just, you know, underneath the same umbrella in different like verticals. You are actually her personal assistant, which means your day-to-day -day is her day-to-day, -day, which I just think it has a lot of cross lines. 
Right. Again, I think it's about boundaries and either protecting the friendship or understanding that their relationship has evolved into a business kind of a relationship. I mean, I personally have a few friends at the Home Edit that we've hired as positions at the Home Edit. And it's actually always worked. But again, I could never have hired any of them to be someone who works on my personal day-to-day. I feel like that would be way too complicated. Right. I I, I couldn't do that. You just have to make, I mean, it's the old adage, right? Mixing business and pleasure is really hard. Right. And Joanna and I, we actually became business partners before we were ever friends. Right. So our friendship developed from working together, not the other way around. Right. We only knew how to be friends via through the business. But I don't think if we were just friends, like like Leah. Yeah. Leah is one of our best friends. Yeah. I would never go into business with Leah. I oh, no. Wanna, she can't imagine anything worse than nothing, being in business with Nothing us. would be worse. Yeah. I, I agree with She her. would hate it. Literally. She would she fire would, us would, both in a second. quit in two yeah. minutes. I think you should have an honest conversation and say that you're in a really precarious situation. You really deeply care about the friendship, but you also really care about the job. What would she advise is the best way to move forward so that you can retain both? Great advice. Okay. If you want to ask us anything, leave a comment, um, submit your low bar lifestyle moment, whatever it is, go to bestfriendenergypod.com. Um, you can submit there or you can even DM us at bestfriendenergy. Speaking of which, we have a few DMs. Um, it's a new feature called slide in our DMs, okay. which you guys did. Um, so Raina from Huntington Beach, California, sent us a DM saying she is so proud. She finally finished organizing her front closet after having it on her to-do list since 2020. Congrats. I mean, Raina, you you weren't doing anything. No. Like you should have gotten it done before. She okay. might have been busy. She says in that time, her in-laws have moved in oh. and she's given birth to a baby girl and started a new career in okay. teaching. Okay, she's been very busy. Very busy, but I feel like that's a current thing. I'm actually surprised she got to organizing now. But you know how it is. It's like, if you need something done, ask the busiest person you know. That's true. Okay. Well, Raina, we are really proud of you. Um, I can't believe that you took it upon yourself now with in-laws living there, having a baby and a new career. Yeah. This is when you decided to organize your closet. so impressed. Congratulations. Very impressed. Okay. Jessica from Houston, Texas sent us a DM saying she can't believe Sumner couldn't guess the Coca-Cola right away on our Instagram post. I mean, same. I was shocked. I know. She she must be questioning her entire I was, I was too. Existence. I was Existence isn't the right word, but entire. I don't know. I think it is. I think it is. Absolutely. She literally made a face when she, she she did make a face. She made a face. She was like, when she, maybe she had COVID and she didn't know. Oh my God. This was yesterday. I know. Maybe she had COVID. I don't think so. But I think that I will say that the diet Pepsi or whatever that she had right before must've like, like taken over her taste buds. I agree with that. But for her to specifically grimace, while having a sip of classic Coca-Cola, Sumner's calling card. I know. I think it was the aftertaste from the one previously. She needed a palate cleanse. She needed like a sorbet in between. I don't know. As someone who is a champagne connoisseur, I would have been able to tell. Yeah. I don't care if you okay. had Prosecco All right. Well, we may have to challenge her again with a palate cleanse. I think we're challenging you, Sumner. Okay. She just needs like maybe like a bite of a saltine. No, it, it's sorbet. It's literally a is palate cleanse. Yeah. I think we should have a a rematch here. Okay. To clear her name. Yeah. yeah. I mean, really? Jessica from Houston. Coca-Cola correspondent. I know. Jessica from Houston. I just want to say we share your concern. Yeah. All right. Miguel says he loved hearing about Joanna's gambling addiction. No, not addiction. No, no, no. Just have it. And says she should offer poker classes on Instagram Live. Oh, LOL. I'm not great. So I, I don't. I would love it. I am not great. I'm fine. I would love. No, I have no tips. I watch the tips. I watch the World Series of Poker. Do you still watch it? Sometimes. Wow. Okay. The things we learn. All right. 
That is it for this episode. We are back on Tuesday and we'll be back next Thursday with some more Unpacked. Um, Also, we want to know about your projects, your best friends, your dilemmas. So keep in touch with us at bestfriendenergypod.com. Bye guys. Bye. Bye.